Welcome to the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a show where you'll hear from inspiring people in and around the deaf community and from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. Yes, welcome to episode one of Hear Me Out CC podcast. And I'm going to be interviewing John Smith from beautifulbsl.co.uk. John Smith is a deaf comedian and he entertains audiences in like deaf clubs in theatres, not just across the UK, but even across Europe, USA, kind of the world really. And he used obviously sign language, so kind of visual comedy to entertain the crowd. And of course, with BSL, there's a lot of emotive reactions and you use your facial expressions, that kind of stuff as well. So I reached out to John to interview him because I thought that was very, very interesting and I wanted to know more about him and how he kind of got into that situation as well. But of course, because John is profoundly deaf, he has kindly given me some answers to the questions that I had for him by getting someone to put it together and uh, he interpreted it and uh, sent it over to me. So I will be reading out the answers that John has provided for me by email. So I appreciate that, John. Thank you very much. And uh, why don't we get started? And the first question that I have asked him was about his background and about his upbringing, the kind of his hearing loss journey, the challenges that he faced and how did he overcome it, that kind of stuff. So this is John's answer. I was born hearing. I became deaf when I was three through meningitis. I was the only deaf in my family and none could sign nor learned how to sign. I went to a school with a partial hearing unit or PHU. Here we were not allowed to use sign and was taught through the oral method because historically sign language had been banned and the oral method was preferred. At break time, we were signed, but the hearing children from the rest of the school would laugh and say we were disabled and look like monkeys using BSL as a form of communication. For a brief time, I believed him and made fun of other deaf people to try and fit in, but I later realised I was wrong and felt like a fool for doing this. I found my deaf identity and felt proud to be deaf. To use BSL and realize yes I am deaf and I can achieve so much. Growing up I faced barriers I wouldn't say they were overcome you just accepted them and had to put up with them. Meal times would be uh, everyone chatting to each other and I wouldn't understand any of it. Sitting watching the television there were no subtitles in those days so it was really difficult. I couldn't communicate with my family, so they did not understand me as well. Such an interesting story, isn't it? I mean, the fact that it was banned and and you can't even use your preferred method of communication, that's kind of, you know, amazing to hear that that actually existed and compared to today where it's actually a recognised official language in the UK as well. And it sounds like very tough because obviously we didn't have a technology that we have today for example, subtitles and all the hearing technology and this kind of stuff. And John didn't have access to them. But I guess in that time, he kind of found himself anyway and got his identity and got to where he is today. So the next kind of question that I have asked John is about being a deaf comedian. 
how did he get into it, the theme that he used and the inspiration that he get and also the challenges that he faced en route to that journey and what advice he has for those who want to get into the performance and art industry but they're also deaf as well. So here's John's answer to these questions. I'm naturally funny. I have humor and all my life have been able to make people laugh. Many people over the years told me you should be on stage and I would brush it off or refuse because I was too shy. My comedy act is about experiences from past and present. Everyday things and people I encounter. I draw on comparison between the deaf and the hearing word along with the cultural differences. When I watch Peter Kay and his comedy act, seeing him talk about his life and the way he portrayed it, that's when it clicked. That's when I realised what people had been saying I could tell my experiences on stage. I find becoming a deaf comedian was an easy transition to make as people were right. I should have been on stage long before I actually built up the courage to do it. The first time I did a gig, of course, I was nervous. It's good to be nervous. I don't think I have faced many challenges as I work with mostly deaf audience or people who have good understanding of the deaf word. I would say, if anything, when a person who has no knowledge of the deaf word comes having an interpreter to translate any signs, is the hard part to understand the culture because we are so different. That is the most challenging thing to convey, how our words really are completely different. Many are shocked when they realise the barriers we face every day and some even feel embarrassed at how ignorant they have been. My advice to anyone who wanted to get into the industry and perform would be to do it. Not to overthink it, just do it. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't because you are deaf. Be prepared to work hard and ride out the bad times with the good. Very fascinating, really, really interesting. And I love the part that he learned from Peter Kay. Peter Kay, who is a well-known English comedian, he's not deaf. He uses the kind of standard thing that you see on TV, uses expressions and shout and, and use, you know, jokes and engage with the audience, that kind of stuff. That's, you know, kind of a thing that most people in the hearing world are familiar with. But he's not deaf. But John Smith still took inspiration from him because of his stories, the way he conveyed himself, the way he kind of presented himself to his audience and make it funny. And I'm going to put in the show in the show note the kind of comedy that John had done. There are so many videos out there and he has appeared in so many places on TV and kind of on the media as well. So I'll put in the description the link to his website but also a few videos that would be embedded so you can have a look at the kind of comedy experience and stories that John tells to his audience using BSL. And I find that really, really interesting. It can be quite funny as well. But of course, for the hearing word, it's a completely different experience as well. 
So check it out in the show notes and uh, let me know what you think as well. So there's a round up kind of like the last set of questions that I have asked John involve what was the worst thing people said to you about your hearing, the worst thing about being deaf, the best thing about being deaf, and advice for people who are hearing when they are deaf people, and advice for those who are living with hearing impairment in making the most out of their lives. And this is what John has said to me. One thing that frustrates me is how much ignorance there is towards the deaf community. People think because I am deaf, I am stupid and can be really condescending towards me and many others within the community. It frustrates me how any people seem to have a phobia about deaf people. They seem to run and hide. I have had hearing people admit that they've done that in the past. I don't think there's anything worth about being deaf. I would choose to be deaf over hearing any time. I love the rich culture, the community and the history we have and embrace it. My advice to a hearing person would be to make themselves deaf aware. Find training, research it online or ask the community. There's honestly no need to have a phobia. I would also tell them never say to a deaf person, oh it doesn't matter upon realising that the person is deaf. There is no worse feeling than that. Take the time to explain, repeat it using mime and gesture, or write it down. If you are in a social situation, make sure you include the deaf person and not leave them feel isolated. So my advice to anyone who is deaf, be positive. Set it as a positive challenge. Isn't that great? I liked how kind of like end that kind of mini interview I have with John. And uh, it, it's, it's sad to hear that, you know, that's how people view the deaf community, that they think they are stupid and they kind of taunt them about that. And we've heard that earlier about how John said in the kind of upbringing that he had, people were treating him and said that he looked like a monkey because he was using BSL, which is very sad to hear. But the fact that despite all that, he still chooses to be deaf over hearing. And maybe, of course, he doesn't, you know, have that upbringing in the hearing world until the age of three and then kind of declined after that. But still he chooses to be deaf over hearing because of what's involved in it, the community, the culture, the history, the people. And it's kind of amazing. So it just shows that, you know, there's so many people out there who would happy to communicate with you. There are ways around it. Another thing I would say is to, you can use technology. If you get your phone out and just type it out in your text message and show it to them, that can work as well. And of course, if you're communicating with someone, you don't have to call them. You can send them messages, obviously, using text message or WhatsApp or emails, whatever we have. So there's, there are plenty of ways you can kind of communicate with them. And I totally understand what he means when people say, oh, it doesn't matter. It seems to be like the most common thing to hear from hearing people when they realize 
that either you can't hear or didn't realize that you're deaf or didn't want to repeat again, oh, it doesn't matter. And you do that wave thing, like just brush it off kind of thing. It is very frustrating because you made that effort and then you realize, you know what? It's not important enough. I'm going to tell someone else. A lot of people have said that to me, that that's how they feel. So be aware of that. Make the effort to explain. It could be the environment could be very, very noisy. It could be the wrong set of lighting and you can't see face to face. You can't lip read. It could be anything like that. So never ever, I said it before in a video that you should not say, oh, it doesn't matter, ever. And that really, really bugs me off. I don't know what I'm laughing about. I'm just like in shock that people say it to me to this day and age. But end of the day, don't do it. So uh, I think that's kind of round up what John said. As I said, I'm going to put everything in the show notes because his website, he has, you know, you can buy DVDs and accessories from him, a bit more stories about him, a few more videos. But as I said, in the show notes, I will have all that in there as well and you can read about it. And just understand that story that you can be a deaf comedian and you can, you know, enjoy that as well. So, of course, for those who are not deaf or don't understand BSL, on this occasion, you will see, like, uh, like subtitles or captions in there. And you can engage with it as well. You can enjoy it as well, which is great, I think. But, you know, how many people would say that they know a deaf comedian or that you can be deaf and a comedian? A lot of people wouldn't believe it, but you can. It just shows that anybody can make the most out of their lives even if you're deaf. It's kind of amazing. So, John, if you are reading the transcript, which will be in the show notes as well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for providing me with the tra- with the transcript that you provided, with the interpretation of your BSL. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope to communicate with you again soon. In the meantime, to you listeners, I appreciate you listening And uh, thank you for listening and engaging with it. Let me know what you think. And also, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. In the meantime, I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out CC podcast, courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com.